Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. woman hour that's right i told you that we'll be on this evening so most of you are on please go ahead and share this with somebody we're going to go ahead and get into the teaching amen on what we said we were going to talk about anointed to be me the spiritual gifts that god has given unto us we've been studying this is like series number 10 we're we're trying to get to the wave of glory but before we can get to the wave of glory, we first have to understand, you know, the gifts. And we've been talking about how to abide in Christ as well. You know, we've been talking about relationship in Christ. We've been talking about our authority. We've been talking about how to get answers, prayer, how to get prayers um, answered, and how to align ourselves up with God's will. So go ahead and get your Bibles out and we're going to go ahead and get started. I am Lady Apostle. I am a Psalms 139.14 woman hour. We're usually on at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday, every other Tuesday, second, um, excuse me, yes, every first and fourth Tuesday. So it's every other Tuesday. Amen. 
So we just thank God for you joining us. And again, we're just going to get started here. It's just so uh, such a blessing to be with you all on this evening. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Yes, we thank him. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we just give God the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on and just thank God. Hallelujah. Come on and just praise him. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give him the glory. We give him the praise. We magnify his name. Hallelujah. We glorify his name. Amen. And thank God. Hallelujah. So let's just go ahead and prepare our minds. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and prepare our hearts. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and just prepare the word that is about to come forth as well. As the Holy Ghost begin to speak on this evening. Hallelujah. And thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm just waiting for most of you to go ahead and grab your pad, notepads and your pen as well as your Bibles. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, no worries. Amen. Hallelujah. No worries. Amen. So um, somebody said, could we um, go ahead and get started? Yeah, we're started right now. So go ahead and uh, I'm going to take a couple more minutes and let everybody prepare to get themselves together, if that's okay. All righty. Hallelujah. We just give God the glory. Hallelujah. We thank him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is going to speak on this evening. Um, again, we're going to go back through what we talked about a couple weeks ago. Because from my understanding, the recording, um, they could not hear the teaching. So we're going to go back and talk about what we talked about two weeks ago. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So, so we can make sure that everybody have clarity on what was taught on uh, the giftings. When we talked about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Dear Heavenly Father, decrease me that you may increase in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, allow your people to receive your word on this evening. Allow their hearts to be open, their minds to be open. And allow the Holy Spirit to change their thinking, change their mindsets in order for them to walk into their purpose and their destiny in you. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. Decrease me that you may increase. Holy Spirit, speak in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So again, we are in series 10. We've been talking about how to get prayers answered. And we also discussed how to abide in Christ Jesus because in order for us to get to the wave of glory, because this is, I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman, hour and wave of glory. We have to first make sure that we are ready for the glory. We can't go in any kind of way 
So as we're, the Holy Spirit is, is giving us um, not only wisdom, but giving us a revertorial understanding of the logos of God's word so that we know who we are and, and why we were created so that we can understand why we are anointed to be me. So I need everybody to repeat after me, anointed to be me. So that's the series on this evening, anointed to be me. And we're going to talk about some parts of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're not going to be able to get through all of this because like I said, this is only an hour. I'm going to keep it the hour unless the Holy Spirit changes things. But usually we're on at 12 um, noon Eastern Standard Time every other Tuesday. But I have told everyone that we'll be here on this evening to talk about what God has given unto us for this hour. So the Holy Spirit can give any manifestations to any of us at any time. We don't have to be qualified or have an education, but we have to have a heart willing to receive what it is that the Holy Spirit is trying to give unto us. The Bible reminds us in 1 Corinthians 14 and 39, Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to what? Prophesy. Amen. Meaning that he's saying to us that we should desire earnestly to do what? To prophesy. Amen. And not just to say, oh, I'm a prophet, but to prophesy God's word. Meaning speaking what God is saying, asking us to speak. Amen. Hallelujah. So as we continue to understand what the Bible is telling us here, therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy. Amen. And then in 1 Corinthians 14 and 1, it says, in any desire, any desire, spiritual gifts, but especially that you what may prophesy. And then 1 Thessalonians 5 and 19, do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecy. And then 1 Timothy 4 and 14, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Again, do not neglect the gift that is in you not the gift that somebody put in you nobody can put a gift in you the gift is already in you you were created to do great things you were created to allow the gifts of the holy spirit to move and operate through you that's why it says to meditate on these things meaning to put your concern and and, 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 and to focus and to pay closely attention to the giftings, the giftings that is given by the Holy Spirit, that we give ourselves entirely to that, meaning that we do all that we do for God, not for people to see us, not for people to say we're such a great prophet or such a great apostle. Because it's not the title or the position, but it is the gift that is operating through us in order for God to be glorified. So that's why we should not neglect the gift that is inside of us. But we need to meditate on the things by giving ourselves entirely to what it is that God has given on us to do. 
and the gifts that is manifested through us in order for the people to receive what the manifestation of the gift is so that God can be glorified, so that his healing can take place, deliverance can take place. So therefore, I remind you to store up the gift of God. See, all gifts belong to God. It does not say to store up the gifts of the apostles or store up the gifts of the prophet. But it says, therefore, I remind you to store up the gift of God, which is in you through the land of my hands. Second Timothy 1 and 6. Okay. Now, when we go to the book of 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. This here is giving us evidence of talking about the manifestation of the gifts. See, one thing we must understand is in all of this, all gifts belong to who? God. None of the gifts belongs to us. All gifts belong to God. So, as we begin to discuss the manifestation of gifts... The motivation, excuse me, the motiv- motivational gifts and the ministry gifts, then we'll be able to understand why the Holy Spirit gave all these gifts in order for us to do what? To operate according to the will of God. So, the minister gifts, when we read in Ephesians 4 and 11 through 13, it was he who gave some to be apostles and some to be prophets and some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and teachers to do what? To prepare God's people for the work of what? The ministry or service. So that what? The body of Christ, not one individual, but us collectively as many members of what the body may be what? Built up. Meaning that we are encouraged. Come on, that we are pushed into our purpose, into our destiny. We are edified. Meaning that we are lifted up in a time of trouble. We're lifted up when things seem not to be going right for us. So therefore, it is to prepare God's people for what? The work of ministry, the work of service. Whatever the need may be in whatever uh, area that you may be in. So that we as what? The body of Christ. Maybe what? Built up until we all reach what? Unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. To become what? Mature. Attaining to the whole measure of what? The fullness of Christ. To the day that he come. So we must continue to what? Encourage. We must continue to what? Edify. We must continue continue to do what? Elevate, push one another, lift one another, strengthen one another, help one another, love one another, be unified with one another. There's no way that we should be divided from one another. The minister of gifts was for us to come collectively together to work as a unit. Unit mean unity means unit. Working together as one. One unit working together in unity. So how why are we so separated in the body of Christ? We are all come as some apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors, and some to be teachers. So why is there a fight or why is there jealousy or strife or envy among the body of Christ 
of monk apostles, among prophets, among teachers, among evangelists. Come on now. Why is that? We're not working together. We're not preparing God's people. We're coming against God's people. The Bible tells us to what? Prepare God's people, meaning we must prepare first ourselves. There's no way we can help prepare other people if we're not in unity if we're not a unit if we're not working as one so how will we be able to prepare others we will not there will always be discord there will always be disunity because why we're not already as one as a unit built up together to do the work of the ministry when we work in the ministry we're doing a service unto god We're doing a service to fulfill his will, proclaim his name, and spread his gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is an honor and a privilege to even be considered as some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some evangelists, and some pastors. Because everybody is not given that gift to where they're able to operate in that capacity. So when we have been given that gift to operate in that capacity, we must be accountable. We must be so um, um, in, in, in the will of God so that we can make sure that we're fulfilling what he is telling us to do. He said to prepare his people for the work of service, for the work of ministry. So why are we preparing another work? We're working for ourselves. We're working for others to see us. We're working so that people can call our name. We're working so that we can be on the top. No, it is for us to work because the service is unto God. It is his ministry. It is his church and it's his people. So because he has given us these gifts, we must operate according to what he has given us to operate for. And that is to prepare his people for the work of service so that the body of Christ may be what? Built up until until we reach what? Unity as one unit. Come on. In faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. Not in the knowledge of our own selves or what or how we think that we should treat or do people. It is says in the knowledge of the Son of God, God Almighty, so that we could become what more mature, meaning perfecting ourselves to be more like Christ, to look like our Christ, to act like Christ, to love like Christ, attaining to the whole measures of the fullness of Him. Amen. So when we're walking um, in the giftings that God have given us to us, like you say, in some apostles, okay? Now, in some apostles, we look at the apostle. What? God uses the apostle to what? Rule, to set things in order, to establish his church, meaning the body, putting things in, in, in order from the vision that he have also given the pastor, because the pastor he uses to what? To guard his sheep, to teach his sheep, to run the ministry, to help build the body of the ministry. And as the apostle come in to help set the foundation, they all work collectively together. And the prophet speaks the message. The pastor shepherds the sheep. 
The evangelist preaches the gospel, reach out, pulling them in to bring them into what? Safety. The teacher instructs them through the word of God. So all of these members of the body through the giftings, they all play a part and work together. It's like the hand. The hand works itself and it cannot work without the wrist. The wrist also cannot work without the arm. And the arm cannot work without the shoulder. And the shoulder cannot work without the neck. And the neck cannot work without the head. So therefore, everything has to be what connected as a unit, as one, in order for the other to operate properly. So that's why you have the five-fold ministry. Because you have the apostle, which is the thumb, which is the thumb is the foundation that holds things together. Because without the thumb, it's hard for us to hold something in our hand. The thumb is what supports whatever it is that you're grasping, whatever it is that you're grabbing. And then you have the finger, the pointy finger, which is the prophet. Come on, the prophet points to sees and speaks what thus says the Lord to hear. But also the prophet has such a relationship, not only speaking the word, but has such an intercession relationship with God that he is also in a place of intercession interceding, praying, seeking the face of God, not just trying to get a word from God, but seeking him to get that um, revelatorial rama logos, come on, word to bring forth the people. So it, so he has to know the word of God. He has to have a prayer life, has to have such an intercession with the Holy Spirit that it he could he's they are connected speaking so you can speak the mind of god come on that finger points and then you got the long finger next to that finger which is the evangelist that stands out and reaches out and grab those that are lost grab those that may not know and grab those to let them know hey let me tell you about a man named jesus but then once that evangelist reaches out and grab them they bring them in the fold to safety so that the pastor now he comes to ring finger why because that ordinary goes to the heart the pastor always has a heart you're able to see really those that are really true pastors because they have a heart they have a heart for the people they have a heart for god they have a heart for the word of god and they have a heart and a desire to fulfill the purpose and the will of god through whatever great news for a limited time you can get one month free of spectrum mobile service that's right one month free with any new line this exclusive offer is only available at select spectrum stores so stop by today Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Ministry that God is connecting them to, and they don't have to be out in the front. They don't. Their name don't have to be called, but because they have such a heart, meaning that they're sensitive to the spirit, they're sensitive to people, and not only how people feel or what people think, or how to massage the heart of people that have been hurt, that have been bruised, that have been wounded. But they also knows how to bring in the word of God to allow the word of God to do the work, and they have a prayer life. 
so that the prayer so that they're speaking, they're hitting the 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 the, the bulls eye heaven. And God is opening up doors. So even as that evangelist reaches out and brings them into safety, that pastor is right there to massage their heart so that God can either give or renew their heart, giving them a new heart. And then the teacher, come on, he begins and she begins to clean out her ear and say, wait a minute, whatever you got in your ear is clogged up. It ain't the truth. Let me speak the truth. So the teacher is very wise. They know the word. They're in the word. They're studying the word day and night. They're meditating on the word. Just like in 1 Timothy 4 and 14 when it says meditate on these things. It ain't just things. We're talking about just anything. But we're talking about meditating on God's word. Meditating on what God has promised us. What God has told us. And the things that God has given unto us. And we know that it's of God because we're meditating and we're studying them. To get the right understanding. Amen. So when you look at that foundation. That is such a foundation. And guess what? That hand is a unit. Because without each and every last one of those fingers. The hand cannot operate. The hand will be handicapped. So that hand is fully equipped. Because it has its thumb. The apostle. It has the, the pointing finger, which is the prophet. It has the middle finger, which is the evangelist. It has the ring finger, which or the right finger, which is the pastor. And then it has the pinky, which is the teacher, where, where you're able to clean out your ear so that you can hear the truth. You know, the Bible tells us also in Timothy that people have what? They're going to have itchy ears, hearing what they want to hear, hearing what make them feel good. Let me tell you something. People always want to hear sometimes what makes them feel good instead of hearing things that's going to bring change or or bring something in their life that's going to bring them to another level in God so that they can fulfill their purpose. They can fulfill their destiny. They can fulfill what God have given them unto do. But at the end of the day, we got to make sure that that foundation is something that we're able to stand on. Amen. Hallelujah. See, let me just talk just a little bit. Now, those was the those was the ministerial gifts. Like I said, I'm not going to get in such a deep teaching because this is a totally another series. All I'm doing is just briefly going into speaking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that when I begin to talk about anointed to be me um, next, um, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after, then you're going to be able to understand and won't be lost on what the Holy Spirit is going to be speaking to us about because your gifts are going to be begin to be activated so you can know why God anointed you to be you. And why you were called to be you. And why you were created to be you. Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you got to understand that. And if you don't understand that, you're going to be lost out here. And you're not going to know your purpose and your destiny. And it's going to be like you're going to be just tossed to and fro. But no, you have to have focus and stay focused. And knowing what you're called and what you're called to. 
So when we talked about the ministerial gifts, we talked about the um, God gave some apostles, gave some prophets, gave some evangelists, gave some pastors and some teachers to what? Prepare God's people for the work of ministry, for the work of the service so that we as the body of Christ may be what? Built up. Not pour, torn down. If you're being torn down, you're not operating in the fivefold. If you're walking and, and people is um, tearing you down, you need to ask God to remove you because they they are not operating in that fivefold. Fivefold, the fivefold ministry do not tear one another down, but the fivefold ministry builds one another up, and it and the fivefold ministry prepare. God's people for ministry, for service, so that the body of Christ, so we can be what? Built up and ready, meaning that we won't what? We, we won't just, we won't just, just sometimes get tossed to and fro and we won't just be, because a lot of times we can just be weary. See, you got to be built up in the word. You got to be built up and ready because the enemy, he ain't playing. He trying to come with force, but when you know who you are, you're able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. So therefore, you got to understand that we as the body of Christ must be what? Built up until we all reach unity. It ain't say some of us, just because we've been um, apostles for 50 years and been pastors for 100. Did you hear the word? It says that until we all reach unity, mean that we all got some work. None of us have arrived. None of us have made it fully. We are all in the hospital. No matter how old or young you are, no matter how long you think you've been in this thing, we're all in the hospital until we reach what? Unity. In the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to become more and more mature, attaining to the whole measure, not some measure, but the whole measure and fullness of Christ. Not halfway, but the fullness Amen. So let's just talk a little bit. Um, let, let me just, um, I wanted to um, um, say also in this, when we're because we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want you to know that our spiritual gifts is not the same as our talents. So our talents is just sometimes what we're born to do. But spiritual gifts are different. Amen. See, um, our talents are natural abilities. Our natural abilities that God have given up to us that may run in our genes or may run hereditary in our family or just something that we learn through conditioning from an environment or some place where we were or lived or through training that we may have received. But spiritual gifts, hallelujah, are an empowerment of a supernatural origin that is given from God. Spiritual gifts belong exclusive to Christ. Christ Jesus gives spiritual gifts. He's just not, even though he created us, he, 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 he made us, he have given us all gifts. But some of us are just talented. You know, we're like born um, to do great things. So just imagine being talented and, 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 and having that natural ability to do and having spiritual gifts, oh my God, you fool. So don't quench the spirit. Allow the spiritual gifts that God have created in you to come forth along with those natural talents. 
so that you can work the ministry, that you can work and be who God created you to be. Because at the end of the day, guess what? All these gifts that I'm talking about, spiritual gifts, they belong to Christ. Amen? But at the same time, we must not we we must not take our natural abilities or our natural gifts and mistake them for spiritual gifts or spiritual qualities. But guess what? Both are given by God. Because when you read James 1 to 17, that'll give you a better understanding on what I am talking about. But guess what? Both of their purpose is for the glory of God. Go ahead. Read 1 Corinthians 10 and 31. Because it is only, it gives God the glory. Amen. We are called to do ministry. But just because we're called to do ministry, don't mean that we're all called to an office. So you got to know the difference. See, one thing we must understand is that ministry sometimes can be determined by a divinely given gift and opportunity. But as an office are sometimes appointed and recognized through God to give us to walk in that office at that particular time. So God can give us a gift, meaning we're talking about the offices, the fivefold. So God can allow us to walk in apostle as, as an apostle, but also use us in an office of a teacher or a prophet or an evangelist. Come on, or a pastor. So that makes you what? A five-fold ministry. Meaning that the Holy Spirit can use you in every capacity. But then that doesn't mean that God granted to everybody. He may say, you know what? I have you as an evangelist and also a teacher. So you got to know your calling. You got to know your giftings. You got to know what you were called into. Because when you begin to walk into different offices that you're not called into, you're actually wearing shoes that's too big for you. And that can become dangerous spiritually because now you're out of your lane. That means that sometimes um, things um, begin to come up against you. And if you don't know how to handle that through prayer and understanding God's word, it could be something that can really damage you spiritually. So that's why you got to know your giftings and your callings, what God is calling you into and not allowing people to put you in those offices. Because if God have not called you in there, because God will speak to you and then he will confirm it through maybe others, but the Holy Spirit confirms all things. So I'm just want to warn you, don't let people put you in a place that God have not called you in. Because first Peter 4, 10, and 11, it helps us to understand that our spiritual gifts are ultimately designed to bring glory to God. So our high, the highest calling, come on now, first of all, is God himself. He just uses us to do his will by what? Preparing his people for the work of what? We just talked about that, the ministry, our service. Come on. So when he's given us these gifts and given us the ability to walk into these offices, it is to glorify him. So when we use our spiritual gifts, we must understand that he has given us power and authority, but we must also make sure 
that we're walking in the fruits of the spirit as the gifts are being manifested through us because his love has to come through us as the gifts is manifesting through us in the offices that we're walking in because God is love. Amen. So we got to make sure that in all things that we're doing everything um, to the glory of God because our spiritual gifts, our spiritual gifts belong to God. Amen. And one of the things that the Holy Spirit makes sure that, that he wants us to recognize is that all things belongs to him. So when he distributes the gifts, he don't want us to be ignorant. He wants us to serve him open-heartedly. He wants us to come to him to get the right understanding so that we won't get caught up and moving out of the will of God. We must serve God in every area in ministry that he have called us in without lacking anything. But at the same time, we must be obedient unto him. And he will equip us so that we can fulfill what he have called us to do by giving us the gifts of the spirit. Because we need those gifts in order to what accomplish every task that he have given up to us so that his name could be glorified. So when he called us as teachers, he expects for us to teach his word. When he calls us as teachers, he expects for us to proclaim his word through his word so that when we're teaching his word and giving his word, the people will go back and reflect in his word. So that's why it's so important that we don't move away from his word, especially as he is using us to teach his word because we need to teach what his word is amen hallelujah so in that saying that at the same time the word of god equips us so that we can operate according to what it is that he how he wants us to operate amen amen hallelujah i want you to know sometimes people can try well I ain't going to say try. Most time people abuse. They abuse and neglect the gifts that has been given unto them. And that can become dangerous. Because sometimes they're spiritually immature. That's why we have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to perfect us, to mature us. So that we would not be spiritually immature And handling the gifts inappropriately. Amen. See the spirit of God is the source of all gifts. And he manifests his gifts. So that we can give God glory through us. There are gifts that is given to us by the Holy Spirit. Come on now. And the Holy Spirit in us allows us to operate within the callings that the spirit give unto us through the gifts to make sure that we're working within the will of God. So that's why um, when we read 1 Corinthians 12, 4 and 5, it says that there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are different kinds of services, but the same Lord. Come on now. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit, meaning that no matter what gift is given unto us, it is still given by God so he may give you one gift 
but then give somebody else two gifts. Just because he gives somebody else two gifts don't make him a greater God to them. He's the same God to everybody. He's the same Lord to everybody. So he just have he just trusts you more with more gifts. Or you must have asked him, or like the Bible just told us in the beginning, to desire more. To desire to prophesy, to desire more gifts, to desire what? Wisdom. To ask for more wisdom. He says that if we ask for more wisdom, he'd give it to us what? Liberally. So because we desire, because we ask for, because we hunger after it, we want it more because we're meditating on his word, we're seeking his word, we're studying his word, we want his word. So come on. When we do those things, he'll give those things unto us. But at the end of the day, same spirit, same Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. But sometimes those that seek earnestly and seek for more, he'll give it to us. Amen. That's why he reminds us, let all things be done decently in order. Amen. See, when Paul stated this, he wanted them to understand this. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And in all churches of the saints. So we must understand that spiritual gifts are not to be what? Abused, used, or neglected. And there should not be no quarreling in the body of Christ. There should not be no what? Disunity in the body of Christ because of our giftings. There should be not any competition in the body of Christ because of our giftings. The giftings must what? Work together to what? Bring service. To, to build the ministry, to build the saints up so that we can work what? In unity, coming together as one. We have one enemy and that's the devil. But it's like we are each other enemy. Sometimes because of the anointing that may be on somebody else or the calling that they're walking in may be something that somebody else may desire. So jealousy and envy and strife and all these contentions just come and the body of Christ now is so divided it's like when could we come together as one so that many members in the body can work collectively so that the gifts can begin to what operate so the five-fold ministry can really move with power and authority and demonstration that's why the manifestations of God demonstration is not being manifested in the earth because we're not work, work, working together as a five-fold unit. We're working separately, individually. My church, this church, that church. Come on. It's not about that. It's about God's church. It's about his work, his people. The Bible reminds us, First Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people that are called by my name, that reminds us, they're not our people. We say my church, my people. They're not our people. It's not my church. It's God's church. It's God's people. So when we learn to treat them as God's people and give God back His ownership, then guess what? We can work collectively as a unit in unity so that we can do the work of the ministry. We could build one another up so that we can come into the full measure of the fullness of Christ. So y'all, it's time for us to not only know who we are created to be or understand the manifestation of the Holy Spirit 
and the gifts that he have endowed in all of us. But we must know why we were anointed to be me. Why we were created to be me. And what the purpose within me. And we're learning it right now. As we're in series 10. Anointed to be me. Understanding the manifestation gifts. The motivational gifts. And the ministry gifts. So today we talked a little bit about the ministry gifts. And so in the next couple of weeks, we're going to come back and talk about the manifestation gifts. And then we're going to talk about the motivational gifts. And then we're going to bring all this together. And then we're going to begin to just, just bring it all in knowing, knowing our giftings. It's going to tie into that last series, knowing our giftings. To know that we are anointed to be me. And then we're going to get into another place. Where we're going to talk about also activating that our faith to another level. So that we can be able to receive the wave of glory that's going to come. As we continue to talk on how to get prayers answered. And how to move into our purpose and destiny. And walk and be who God created us to be. Because we are anointed to be me. In Jesus name. We thank you for joining us. I am a Psalms 139 14 woman hour. A wave of glory. This is Lady Apostle Robin Stokes. And we'll be back. Not this Tuesday coming. But the following Tuesday. And we'll be back on our right timing. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 12 noon for an hour. So I thank you for joining us. May God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus name. Amen and glory to God. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.